I'm going to catch a fish tonight and I'm going to take it. And I'm going to be like, damn it, you stupid, stupid. That's what I'm going to do. Some poor carp is going to be at the end of my, uh, my rage. This is Alex Sturgeon with the Hobbytown Hobbyplex. And with me as always, Will Brinton. And uh, we're here today. You know that we've been not been on for three weeks. Yeah. It's been, uh, we, had, we didn't do July 4th because it was July 4th. The week before that, um, I was busy building the track. And then the week before that, my sister was actually on vacation. So we kind of had a nice little, uh, nice little vacay, basically, from yeah. the show. Not gonna, I'm gonna be not gonna lie. It was kind of nice to not have to not be like worrying about driving down here for a couple of weeks. But yeah, I'm I'm actually oh, yeah. this this was an important one. I'm actually glad. I'm really glad that we're here. So yeah, we have a lot to go over. But yeah, it was uh uh well, we were gonna do one the week before INS or last week, and uh, it was July fourth. I was like, no, then it. Which one were you building the track for? The week before that. Before that, yeah, yeah, we were gonna do one, and I was like, "Are we doing a podcast?" You're like, "Yep." And I said, "Okay." I had a track to build, and yep, got to build a track. Yeah, I changed my mind. Mm -hmm. I don't blame you. Yeah, I would have too. I I was surprised that we were gonna do one. No, I know. I just, uh, it's one of those things where where I thought it was gonna be okay to come to take four hours out of the day, but I was on such a roll moving stuff and I was having it was this this track when I was building this track it was one of those times where everything just sort of came together in a rhythm like it should have been you know there were no mm-hmm. there were no problems with any equipment and I just didn't want to stop I wanted to get done with it so that's why we didn't do it yeah right oh baby yeah did you know that uh, this show is uh brought to you by pivot lending get out of town no. really yeah pivot lending wow. has been sponsoring the show for almost two full years now i don't know how to whistle but so that we can go weekly and mm-hmm. uh if you're in the need of a uh refinance or home loan make sure that you get a hold of aiden olson's dad mm-hmm. who we'll talk about here in a little bit or uh don zoller and uh mention our show you can get a 500 dollars lender credit or 0.125 off your interest rate Mm-hmm. And uh, we actually, my wife and I actually refinanced her house last April with mm-hmm. with Pivot, and it was flawless. And at the time, it was COVID craziness, so we couldn't even really. Everything was done by email or by uh, FaceTime, mm-hmm. and uh, the only person we ever actually interacted with was the uh, closer. Nice. Or the who's the guy that you, they got to like? What's that called? The guy that like verifies that you Blending signed everything. Officer? Oh, the notary? Notary. There you go. He yeah. was a notary type person. We had to meet a notary at a Starbucks. Really? Yeah, that's where we did oh. our notarizing. Wow. Or no, I paid for a notary. What was this? There was like a some some lady we had to meet up with too. And maybe she was a notary too to sign all the paperwork. Yeah. It was maybe a stack it like, was. like that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Initial here. Go, sign here. Date Ugh. here. Initial. Ugh. Initial here. Yeah. I thought about making making a stamp for that. I don't know if you can do that legally. I don't know if you can do that legally. I mean, I could. 
I hope I don't ever have to do one of those ever again. I like our house. Hopefully, we'll just stay there. I like your house, too. Why don't we just get into it? Because uh, my son's going to be waiting for me after work tonight to uh, to go fishing. And um, I'm sure everybody watching is like, can't they just get to the point? Nah. Nah. <laughs> uh, first things first, uh, the news was broke today that Ernie Pervetti died. Yeah, that is super sad. That is uh, the RC community in general is just getting uh rocked this this oh, last yeah. couple of years some of it due to, some of it due to covid but some of it just out of the blue mm-hmm. i i didn't i thought he was in good health like a few months ago he's uh posting pictures of his cats he actually texted me when my cat died really yeah that's pretty rad yeah like because we both had flat-faced cats that died like really close i mean within a year of each other he's he's always nice to me i i never had any issues with him i never i never run any of his stuff uh personally but i met him in person um at the 99 Mondats in uh, mm-hmm. corona california at m&m hobbies and i was yeah. i was uh i had gone there by myself so i lived in california with my with my stepdad's sister so like is that an aunt i don't know but I, I, I basically, I, I uh, saved up. I took a, I took a telemarketing job, extra, along with my regular job, and I, I, eventually, like, took a leave of absence, and I quit the telemarketing job, and I took all that money, and I, I went out there and I lived for a little while, um, three or four, I think it was a month. Yeah, it was a month. It was from like May to. God, I don't even remember when the race actually was. Maybe August. It was hot. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Anyways, so I lived with her for for at least a month and uh, tried to race and all that stuff and did terrible. And I had a chance to go to the ranch pit shop uh, when they on their last race day before they closed. Um, but I wasn't going to be able to figure out a way to get back. Like I could have gone with somebody, but they weren't going to bring me back, so I didn't go. Um, but uh, I met him in person there, and I was so starstruck because Gilosi senior was there too and junior was there and kenwald was there and i i remember being so starstruck that i was i was very um back then i would i was i would say i was kind of introverted too and so i mm-hmm. didn't i didn't even really try to introduce myself to him but i i sort of meekly would walk by him and i don't know but i finally said hello and i said i'm fro boy from rc tech or not uh, from tech talk not rc tech Mm-hmm. Because Trinity Tech Talk, that was that was the. Uh, he was like, "What's Tech Talk?" <laughs> he, right, no, but that was the that was I'm the. Um, I, I'm kidding. <laughs> back then, with the internet, that was the first real forum. You know, there was I think the Starting Grid was still was was new back then too, but but Tech Talk was kind of like the first place that I'd ever gone to where I could I could meet or talk to other RC people via the internet. What year was this? Well, ninety nine was the mod nats, but, but Tech Talk. I think I did. I had been on Tech Talk probably from like ninety seven, maybe. I thought there was a forum that they that at the ninety seven Worlds that they were posting the results to. Now it was either the forum or a website. Well, like the results of every race. Really? Yeah, it was like it in that competition in the RC maybe. 
maybe that was it. Yeah. But uh, you know how RC Tech is with, with a, a traditional now, uh, you know, forum type thing where you click on it and then you click on the sub, you know, the sub, uh, God, sub forums and all that stuff. This was even before that, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I remember I was, uh, I was running the, the RC Motorsport in 98, 99, 98, 99 around then. And I was trying to get sponsors for a trophy race. And I remember I'd, I had posted on there something and Ernie Pervetti had written back, well, why don't you get these other guys to give you stuff? <laughs> like shut, just <laughs> shutting me straight down. And, uh, but I had, I had occasionally been able to go back and forth with them on some stuff on Trinity tech talk. And then I finally got to introduce myself to him and I introduced myself as Froboy at that race. Yeah. And uh, he didn't really remember, but that's okay. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and then I think, I think between then and now, I probably, he was, he was like you. Like yeah. In I was expecting that. I don't know if I had just a big head. I thought he'd remember, but it's not like I insulted him or anything. Like, I just, like he like grabs your shirt. Yeah. Get over, get over here. But it's, I don't know. I, I I was pretty happy to finally meet him personally back then. I think if I'm ever if I th- I'm ever that, on a forum again, my my name's gonna be C Bass. C Bass. <laughs> yeah, C Bass. Anyway, sorry. I just uh, I think that's the only time I actually got a chance to actually like talk to the man in per- yeah. in, in person. I think uh, I know as competition director for Roar, I did I did email with him back and forth a few things and I immediately forwarded it to the president. Cause I'm like, I'm staying out of this. <laughs> I know I'm comp director, but this is your guys's thing, you know? Yeah. Right. And, uh, um, there might've been some other roar things. Cause I, I had been on, um, I had been on some committees too in the two thousands where I think I remember him, him posting some stuff to the committee and, giving my input and everything like that. But I think, I think in person, I think that was it. I think he was supposed to come to the 2008 carpet Nats, but he didn't, oh, really? but Jim Dieter was there instead. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I don't know, but sad day. It's kind of weird just to be, um, I don't know. I was thinking about this earlier and just, uh, you kind of like, uh, when you start getting my age, Cause I know I'm 10 years older than you, but I just, you start to think about stuff like that. I don't even like my dad. My dad likes to talk about his death all the time. Like, this is what you guys are going to do when I'm dead. And this is where you're going to get, if you get anything, this is what, you know, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. But you do start to think about stuff like that, especially with Matt, you know, passing away. And, uh, um, you know, guys like that we knew like Cody getting COVID and, and Ryan Hodgson and, um, you know, Ryan Dawson, mm-hmm. you know, um, just in the last couple of years. I mean, it's crazy to me that, you know, we won't ever really get to talk to them again. Yeah. And I did not expect to get emotional Sunday either uh, when I was asking for the moment of silence, but I did. And it kind of caught me off guard. I was like, whoa, why am I getting emotional about it? But mm-hmm. yeah. I did. I don't know. I think, uh, I don't know. I'm just getting to be a more sensitive person. 
No, yeah, the older I get, the more sensitive I am. Yeah. The more I think about things like that, too. But. <sighs> yeah. I think the Trinity brand itself, I bet you is in pretty good hands. I don't think. I don't think there's oh, sure. I don't think there's anything to worry about there. I bet you the Trinity brand is, you know, sticks around. Yeah, I bet it does. I don't know anything about who's gonna run the company or anything like that, but I don't yeah. I don't I bet you it doesn't go anywhere. Cause isn't Dieter not with Trinity anymore? I don't think so. I don't think Dieter's been there for a while. He left to start his own track somewhere. Yeah. That's what I heard. Well, so um yeah, anyways, uh, rest in peace, Ernie Pervetti. Another big name in RC. It's crazy, too, to think about it. Because, like, you know, back in the day, you had Reedy versus Trinity. Almost mm-hmm. as, it was almost, I mean, it, it was probably sometimes even more heated than Associated versus Losi. Yeah. You know? So. They also came out with one of the worst cars on the planet ever. Which one? The Itsy Bitsy Spider. Oh, yeah, that one. The little 18-scale car? Yeah. I thought you were talking about like the touring cars they would come out with and sell through the container. You never see them again. Oh, no. I I, I, admit, I originally go straight to the, uh, the, the monster truck and the mini truck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that, then, they, that, but then uh, they made some pretty red 12-scales back in the day and, you know, oh, yeah. the reflexes. I had one. Did you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't race it for very long, but I had one. It was cool. I had a sparkly purple chassis. I don't think I ever owned a Trinity vehicle. Mm. Just worked on them at the store every once in a while. Yeah. Well, uh, all right, let's move on. Um, we hosted the J Concepts Indoor National Series Summer Nationals. Um, this past weekend we had a 266 entries was the final count. If you take away the mini racers, it was probably what it ended up being 250 something. I was a little bummed about that because at one point we had 315 entries mm-hmm. and, uh, we weren't at capacity as far as seating goes. And then it's kind of. We were at 295 at the start of the weekend, and then we had a whole bunch of drops, last-minute drops, that I still got to refund a couple to. Um, but uh, um, but it whittled its way down. That a couple of people couldn't come because they got sick. A couple of people couldn't come for other circumstances. And, you yeah. Know, I mean, it is what it is. You expect that sort of thing now? I mean, I do. I, I remember two years ago, the ProTech race, you know, I ended up dropping like 60 people off the list, and that was I was pretty butthurt about that one. Mm-hmm. This one I'm I'm not butthurt about. I just, in a way, it was kind of nice because then we got rid of a, like three heats, so we got done yeah. a little bit earlier, um, and it didn't change the dynamic of the race at all. It didn't change how competitive the race was or anything like that. No, I didn't think so. Yeah, I uh, I was surprised the people that were there because you like the people that that I mean the people that didn't drop out. That's what I mean. Like the usually the people that normally drop out we're there mm. you know what i mean yeah yeah i do uh you know what i'm saying it was good to see lee conley jr there 
Yeah. Yeah. Was. <laughs> Racing for he raced all four classes and he looked like he was having fun. He had a smile on his face. Um yeah. a lot of locals came out for this one. That doesn't always happen to big races, but um I think a majority of the independent classes were filled with our guys. Sure. You know? I would say so. And that was uh that's what that should be. You know? Because you're not gonna get you're not gonna get somebody I don't think you're gonna get somebody to travel to three of these things across the country to win an independent title. Yeah. That or uh maybe it's somebody that's independent that travels with the you know pro racer or Yeah, there you um, go. Yep. Maybe it's somebody that just is like, Hey, I'm getting pretty good locally. Maybe I should go to some more races. Yeah. And uh race independent and have a fighting chance because you know, back when we were doing it and traveling, we got thrown right in mod with the pros. We didn't have an independent right class. Like our independent class was stock. Yeah. But uh there's really nothing even back then, like it wasn't really strong. Yeah. It, I mean it was like you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It yeah, was yeah. like something different. But it was like pro stock even back then. Yeah. No doubt. Uh so you had to race all the pros. The mod classes turned out to be rather competitive. I think, uh, well, I'll just get, in, I'll get into this right now before we get into the results or anything like that. So this, this is actually the first big race we've had uh, since 2016 in the summertime. Yeah. So our summer series races are one day events. Even when we do get 200 entries, I'd say, I'd say half of the crowd comes on Saturday. So you have Friday night where we run the track in and get practice. And then you have all day Saturday, you know, with two hours of practice and then, or three hours of practice, and then we're off racing and it's just two rounds of qualifying and mains, right? Mm-hmm. So what we know about our track, we try to convey that to everybody to, to know what to expect. And locally for our big race, which is the summer series where we get the, where we get the biggest turnout in that period of time, that Friday night to Saturday night. You know, we're almost always on goals mm-hmm. and we hardly ever run slicks. Yeah. Uh, and like I told people, you can, you could probably get away with it in four wheel drive, but two wheel drive. I think it, 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 I think it'll still be really, I think July 30th, it'll still be tough to run slicks at summer. Series. I think, I think so too. I, uh, I, it, it'll be like the guy trying it. I mean, you're going to be trying it for the main. You know, it might come come around to where you could get away with it and have it be faster, but yeah, I don't know. It was uh, it's either going to be work really well or really badly. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's but, the that's the gamble with slicks when you start out on a tread track. You know? Right. But see now, now that we've had a four day event with two hundred and sixty entries, constantly mm-hmm. running on the track, we're constantly blowing it off every couple hours, which I think worked fine, by the way. And I I don't, I don't, I don't think I, I don't think, uh, I I think there was a few that wanted me, you know, wanted us to do it more, but, but for the sake of time and just, and just keeping stuff the same, you know, it's always been my philosophy. If you're going to say you're going to do something one way, just do it that way, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, I've always tried to do that. So I think it worked out. I, I know that by the end of Saturday night qualifying, like you probably didn't even have to blow the track off anymore. Yeah. And it would have been just fine, but. Um, you know, be kind of with, cause I water every night too. You kind of, you still got to do it, especially in the morning mm-hmm. I try to keep the timetable. But now that we know 
you know, that we can, that this, our track will eventually get to the, the spot where silver slicks in the summertime, you know, won't be a cluster. Then mm-hmm. I, I think, I think that might be better for this race the next time we hold it. No, I think so too. I think there won't be that, that cloud of mystery. Yeah. I think the guys are going to have a little bit more of a, uh, idea of what you do and when including us like i didn't expect it to go to that guys are asking me do you normally run silver slicks I'm like dude silver's worked one time like last year and i could never figure out why they worked then and not other rounds yeah for a summer series like remember that i ran silvers and they were like really good mm-hmm. i never figured out why they're so good yeah then and it was probably just the humidity was just right to get the track running or there was a higher number of entries that round yeah could have been and uh, it's like, dude, I don't know. And uh, so now it's like, hey, you're always going to have a set of silver slicks in your back pocket. And, you know, because of that, I bet we get more people that come in for this race in the future because it's it'll take slicks. There's some people that that's what they want to run on. And, and honestly, like slicks are kind of easy. You don't have to yeah. do hardly anything to them. Um, I think adrenaline yeah. will be the same way. I think oh, if, they, yeah. if they hold the INS again in adrenaline, I think it'll be the same way. We'll know. We will know that as soon as they start blowing the track off, like every heat that they, that they did in seating, as soon as that started, then yeah, we can probably run slicks. Yeah, I could see that. So that's my that's my opinion. Like like more like the the easier that it is perceived to be because you know we we've been kind of known as the the hard surface to get a hold of. Mm-hmm. you know like oh you guys run treads there like you get that a lot like yeah. even from some of the pro drivers i know you know or you gotta you gotta run them how many times and then they're race tires or i over i overhear uh i overhear every once in a while i see on facebook oh the track is like really bumpy oh yeah you know you're just like whatever right <laughs> okay so it's like you know and this, this is actually like the smoothest like our track was really smooth this time you know, uh, I mean, back, that was probably the best surface we've ever raced on at the Plex, in my opinion. Had a had a big race on. I think that our surface for club racing is like that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It did. It did crack and change a little bit when I when I walk at the end of qualifying day Saturday night. I this is here's a little inside baseball for all of you guys that are watching this right watching this right now that were at the race or or you know want to know what guys like me do at these things. So my day wasn't done yet. I had to go back and, uh, I had this like hidden area of mud basically that I know it's always muddy because of the, uh, um, anytime that it rains, especially I get this little, this little batch of mud and I can take that and uh, I can, I can go around and I can fill in little, flakes or cracks or or parts of the track that get busted up and stuff like that and i had to do that friday night and saturday night and especially saturday night that back tabletop the lane of the back tabletop was got super super dug out i could not believe it it was almost like a nitro race back there mm-hmm. so the i tracked bondo bucket yeah i stayed and filled all that in and uh tried to smooth it out and then i i walked you know as i'm walking the track blowing the track off um, you could see where our track sort of changed a little bit, you know, as it's drying out, even though it's still humid in there, it's going to, we don't water during the, during the race day. So it, it definitely dries out a little bit, but 
it cracks and then it sort of like it it kind of moves around on its own or when people walk on it certain spots i even think cars i think enough cars go by it almost acts like a uh water eroding on you know dirt or on the surface it it, it cars act that way and it, it can kind of put it like a little lane in there almost and there was a lot of that around the track saturday night so i fixed all that i made sure to water pretty much the same way i did friday night so nothing would be massively different in the morning and and then i kept uh you know the little uh shortcut jump yeah so the four-wheel drives come up to that and they hit it and that front ends always dig that out and kind of gives it a weird extra lip and that's why cars were were getting thrown kind of weird at the end of the night on Saturday. So um, Friday and Saturday night, I took the shovel over there and I got rid of that. Tried to, I didn't reshape it, but I just sort of gave it its smooth takeoff back. Mm-hmm. But that was my favorite part of the track. Yeah, when you hit it right, it's really nice. Mm-hmm. So honestly, when I first was practicing that, I hated it. I know you told and then me you got used to it. Oh yeah. I told you <laughs> you're on the driver's stand. From me. You're on the driver's stand. You're like, man, that thing's stupid. Everybody's really going to hate that. And that's all they're going to talk about all weekend. <laughs> and that's all a, a lot of people. It's all they talked about. It was like, man, I love this track, but that thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I said, it's, uh, just got to practice it. Get it down, you know? Yeah. I thought it was, I think it's cool. We're going to race on that for another month, so. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Oh. um. So, yeah. So, back to my point. Uh, uh, we learned a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, the ProTech race, we never really get to slicks. I think it's because the ProTech race is at the end of April, and the end of April is not really ever that hot outside. Um, this year it was very, it was actually, I don't think it was very warm at all. Was it? Was it? Cause Ooh. I remember April being cold. Like the whole month of April was abnormally colder than it normally is. Yeah. I remember being cooler and humid. And I think last year's race, cause it was in February tracks a whole different animal when it's that cold out. And you know, so I, I think we learned a lot. I think if we have, if we have this race in the summer again, which I don't see any, I don't see any reason why Jason would change the schedule around on us. No, I dig know. it. I, I hope, I hope he doesn't. Then I think, I think we'll, uh, we now know what we're getting into a little bit more than we did a week ago, which is a good thing. The winner is. You want to get to results? Sure. Let's break this down. Let's do the order in which we race the races. So modified four wheel drive was the first one um, of the AAA mains that ran and it was the first one that got done. And uh, Brock Champlin pretty much had a stranglehold on this class at chapstick. What? That's chapstick. His, is that his nickname? That's, his, that's the nickname I gave him this weekend. Oh, chapstick. Did, did he like that? Yeah. He really likes it. Really? Okay. <laughs> no, he did, he didn't like it. I didn't think. I thought, hope not. He, I was. He 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 thought it was funny. Okay. Good. But, right. Yeah. No. I I just kept calling him Chapstick. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's the first time I've ever met Brock Champlin. Is that the first time you've met him? 
No, I met him. Uh, well, I met him at a Reedy race, and then um, I met him at uh, Thunder Road, and I vis- visited with him a little bit at Thunder Road. And I went up there by myself to race carpet, mm. and uh, um, yeah, no, Bro- Brock is a really nice guy. Yeah, I got along great with him. Yeah, me too. It but, was, yeah, it was- old, old chapstick, and I we go way back. It was just it was nice to nice to uh, nice to talk to him and and. Um, um, he answered any question I, I had for him and he, uh, um, I think when did he put on brand new silver slicks? Cause I remember, um, I, remember, I don't remember when, but he ran them like one time and like, I think you raced with him on and he was like, these things are really good. <laughs> yeah. I remember walking by and I seen him. He goes, Hey, he looks at me, he goes, Alex, Alex, brand new silver slicks, dude. They're awesome. I was like, Oh, great. I'm, I'm glad. Cause now. Let's just, you know, I think he was, was he one of the first adapters to, to slicks this weekend? I think so. Yeah. I I saw one of the, uh, one of the Hoosiers out there pretty early on, on Friday. Yeah, I think, I think all those guys were running, running slicks early on, but the track was so dusty. Then you couldn't, couldn't really make them work consistently. Yeah. Like the line was just too narrow for him yet. And then once the groove got wider, it was easier to make them work. So Brock, I believe he TQ'd all three rounds. Mm-hmm. If I remember right. And uh, and then he won the first two mains. So Brock and the Schumacher. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. And uh, Dustin Evans. That car has two, belt, two belts on it. Yeah. It's a belt car. Oh, that's kind of neat. It's pretty neat looking. Yeah. Uh, Dustin Evans, his stuff looked really good. I know he had slicks on pretty early, the S3 compound, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he was just, him and Brock were just sort of, they never really got too close. You know, the starts were, the starts and forward were beautiful too, by the way. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was a couple laps before anything even really happened. Yeah. It was pretty neat, but Brock basically just sort of drove away from everybody. Dustin sort of did the same thing in uh, in second place. He never really was challenged. Mm-hmm. Um, Aiden Horn uh, got third. Cole Tollard uh, was fifth. Um, Tom Rinnernecht, uh I'm sorry. What am I saying? It was Brock, Dustin, Aiden, and Cole in fourth. Tom Rinnernecht fifth. Lee Setzer in sixth. Aiden Olson. Our Aiden Olson got seventh. He was in the mix. It was really neat. It was really cool to see. He was definitely in the mix, uh, mid in the mid pack, you know. Uh, Dominic Passione was another one. That kid's that kid's really good. Um, he was flying. Uh, Davey Bada uh, came from California. Um, he was doing really good. Uh, Mason Herrick, he got the bump to the main, and then Alex Vanderbeek um, ended up um, in eleventh. Um, but you got Aiden, Mason, and Alex. Our locals all making the the mod four wheel main, which I think is pretty rad. And Tom, yeah, and he's Tom. kind of he's he's kind of an inherited uh, or not inherited, but he's he, even though he moved away, he, he still I still consider him a local. So I guess those four, I'd consider the hobby track hobby town his home or hobbyplex his home track. Yeah, for sure. So that was pretty neat um, for a couple of reasons, and you had. Uh, Schumacher, Associated, 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 X-Ray, 
Associated, TLR, uh, TLR. What was Davey running? Is Davey running Associated car? Yeah, yes, he does. Yes, Associated, Associated, Associated. So at least all there was four different manufacturers in in uh, the Mod Wheeler main. Yeah. That's pretty neat, too. I always like to see that. Um, then you had uh, the uh, 13.5 Expert guys run. Uh, I put them, I tried to put the, the, the main event order in the sequence that would be the same the whole way down and then fill in the eight-minute races in between and try to not have too many people run back-to-back, right? So, um, four-wheel drive, Brennan Schimmel uh, was pretty much pretty much untouchable oh god yeah i mean dude you know as somebody who is in the main and in the qualifiers with him uh yeah (laughs) yeah you're just like wow you know Mm -hmm. um the so the race went the race to really as far as i know because i i know there might have been there was a a few things of chatter between a few drivers every once in a while. You're going to get that at every race. It's not even really worth talking about. For me, the one thing that I was mainly worried about more than anything was where I put the loop, right? Mm-hmm. So we're for this for this race, because we used the whole track, we're using the oval loop. The oval loop never comes out of the track, right? It's always there. Yeah. And it's always in the same spot. So I'm like, well, if we're going to use the oval, we're going to use the oval loop. Normally for nitro racing, we come clockwise around there, right? So they're coming, they're usually hauling up and then, and then around because you want the loop to be before pit lane, right? So, Mm -hmm. but at this race, we're going the opposite direction. So the only thing to worry about is, okay, you need to find the fast laps of the day from practice and then set your minimum lap to that or close to it, you know, a little bit, maybe, maybe a 10th of a second or so the other way so that guys don't catch the loop before they turn and burn up that little thing. Well, for the most part, nobody did. I saw cars riding that pipe on the far side and they wouldn't catch the loop, but there was maybe four people and they were the exact same people for Friday and Saturday that every once in a while their transponders were strong enough where they would catch the pipe or the loop, right? But if I raise the min lap anymore, any legitimate 21 second laps that would come around, especially in four wheel drive wouldn't count. Right. And so it would show a red and then I'd have to go in and add a lap and stuff like that. And I wanted to reduce that as much as possible, especially because you're running the 13, five races for me. And I wanted you to have as little work to do as possible. Right. Right. Yeah. Cause honestly, like I'm terrible at catching things like that. I just don't have enough, a lot of experience. Yeah, you know? so I didn't want I didn't want you to have to worry about anything other than calling the race and saying what's on the screen, right? Yeah, right. So no, I appreciate that. So, uh, so practice day. I'm looking at it, and I I know Brent. It showed Brennan doing a 21-2 in four wheeler mm-hmm. uh, at seat uh, during seating. So he did a 22 two like a 22-3, and then he knocked out a 21-2. Now, I was watch, I'm running the races, and I'm watching for this specific event to happen, and I'm telling you guys, I, I know none of you believe me, but I'm telling you, I saw Brennan's car jump the tabletop, 
make the turn and cross the line and do a 21-2. I saw it with my own eyes. So anybody that was like, oh, that's not a legit lap. I'm sorry, but I saw that happen. When it when it when it, guys would catch it early, I could see when it happened and I'd look up at the screen and I'd go, okay, yeah, that makes sense. And then the next lap would be slower. Mm-hmm. You know. But it was a 22, a 22, and then a really fast, like extraordinary fast lap. But he crossed the line as he did it. And then I think he crashed after that. So there was no way to tell, you know, there was no way to prove to anybody that that it was legit. Because if his next lap was 22 seconds, you know, that's that's it. Yeah. That's that's what it is. But uh but I was thinking about it and I'm like, well, you know, even if that wasn't a legit lap, it's just seating, he would be in the A seat anyways. Mm-hmm. So like other than getting your picture taken as top seed, like who cares? You know, right. So qualifying comes around and, uh, I was really keeping my eye out for that. And I only saw it a few times in mod wheeler, but again, it's the same thing. If you start the race on a, on a, on the correct lap and then you finish the race on the correct lap, really what happens in the middle of that doesn't really matter a whole lot. The only time, where it would matter is if somebody caught the loop early on the last lap. That's it. Mm-hmm. Right? So um, there was a few mod guys that were catching it early in the day. It didn't even happen later in the day, but it did happen early in the day where like they'd have a like, 21 second lap and their next lap would be a 24. So you put the two together. That makes sense. But that was it. I don't think... Uh, I don't think that affected anything in qualifying. And that was my big, my big worry was that. And so then Saturday night, you know, I, I get on my phone, I'm looking at stuff and, and, uh, um, I, I, I figured out how to change the squelch a little bit so that the signal strength, you know, a certain string signal strength won't get picked up. And Sunday, nobody, nobody caught the loop early at all on Sunday not one car. So I pretty much, it pretty much uh, worked out fine. That was my big worry for Sunday. Like my biggest nightmare would have been two cars coming over the tabletop together on the last lap and turning in the inside car, catching the line before the other car could make the turn to go to the loop, you know? Yeah. But none of that actually happened. So there was nothing to worry about. And you know how I am with anxiety about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, but the squelch thing, I think, took care of it anyways. I had the squelch set really, really low. I think I had it set really, really low because there was some guys at last year's Techno Series race that had shitty transponders and needed and needed some help to get their stuff counting the whole time. So I turned it. I, I was watching everybody's signal strength, and I basically turned it up to a, a smidge under the lowest signal strength I could find when I was watching it. Yeah. If that makes sense. So. Mm-hmm. So anyways, uh, 13-5, we had uh, Brendan Schimmel with the TQ and win. He won it in the first two. Uh, Sammy Moran uh, qualified fourth and got a second, um, finished second. So really good job for Sammy. He was having an up-and-down weekend in a few other classes. So um, it's cool to have him. I don't think he's ever he, – I asked him he'd never been here before. And uh, he's a really fast uh, SoCal kid. He's a 13-5 stadium truck national champ, I believe, on carpet. Yeah. It's funny because Riley kept calling him the two-wheel drive buggy national champ, and I don't think he's the two-wheel drive buggy national champ. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, 
Um, <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> um, Kyle Holmberg, Holmberg with uh, third place. Uh, he was driving good all weekend. Uh, Mason Templeman uh, with a with a fourth. He was another California kid. Uh, Tyler Pattenaud with a fifth. Um, Alan Horn. Race thirteen five must be something with old people and wandering thirteen five, um, like me. So uh, he finished sixth. Uh, Hendrickson was the big mover. He he had to bump into the A main and then uh, ended up finishing seventh. Um, Ryan Prince finished a little higher than he qualified. Um, I finished ninth. Um, James Bell was tenth, and Jackson Anderson finished eleventh. So I I did beat I did in fact beat Jackson. Nice. Yeah. So, <laughs> just kidding, Jackson. Yeah, we're just we're just screwing around with you, Jackson. We're just screwing with you, dude. Um, yeah. My car was bad. Jackson did really good for not racing in two months. Yeah, he, he hasn't did. raced at all. In I know months. he did really good, but uh, I wasn't very happy with my car. As ba- basically, my car, as soon as the traction got to where it was, my car was not very nah. happy. Car, so. I got to work on that. Um, okay. We'll get to a single. How about um, independent two-wheel drive? So, um, again, a lot of locals in independent buggy, which is really, really cool. In fact, there's only one and a half not local drivers that were in the A-Main. Dalton Conrad got the TQ. Nice. Which is awesome. So, Dalton... Uh, is your Plex spec? I've talked. I talked about this during the race. He's your Plex spec, um, summer series champ from last year, which means he wasn't allowed to race Plex spec anymore after that. That's our rule. So yeah. he had a whole season of carpet. Um, did he race carpet? I don't even think he raced carpet. I think they raced. I think they raced Friday night. So they had a whole. No, he, he, no, he did race carpet because I drove his car on carpet. Oh, he did. Uh, they he had a yeah. It was like that green anodized one. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think they raced carpet the whole way, did the, they? Oh, I don't know. I know they at least ran carpet that one time that I was up there for carpet and I ran the races. Oh, okay. In January. I think it might have taken them a while then to get a to get their car ready for car or cars ready for carpet. Yeah. Anyways. Um but anyway, so so Dalton is a former Plex Becker um that uh, had a whole season and then the the, the Pro Tech race, I think, did pretty well. And then now here was your TQ in, in two-wheel drive. And uh, boy, if you have, you got to go back and watch the replay. So I'm so glad that Matt Olson was there to, to do the camera work, to get the camera work for all these races because um, this race, uh, TJ, and, TJ and Dalton were going back and forth a couple for a couple laps. And they were just making like legit passes on each other like one corner after the other without taking each other out. It was brilliant, dude. I mean, it yeah. really, it really is a fun race to watch at least, at least the first part of it before TJ kind of got away a little bit, but that was legit. And I, and it, what's really neat is I think they had the pro drivers marshalling their race, mm-hmm. you know, and as somebody who just likes RC car racing, I think that'd be a fun as a pro driver. I think that that would be a fun race to watch. Cause I think, I think sometimes I with like with any job, you're probably like, oh, I hate this. This is so stupid. And then you see something like that where 
they're 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 having a very good clean competitive race but they're also haven't like enjoying it the whole time yeah you know i think that'd be kind of a cool thing to see so oh yeah oh see there we go chili just uh chili i guess i was wrong sammy ran won the carpet nats title and two-wheel drive buggy not in truck oh, really? i could have swore he was the uh, truck guy maybe it was at the ins race then i don't know the, don't the know. uh the carpet the guy that yeah it or the the some somebody who won at sdrc they won like all three stock classes they won truck buggy and four wheel and i thought that was one of the guys that was there is the guy who's the guy with the blue flames is that mason or at the red blue car with the red yes. flames or whatever yeah, yeah, that's yeah. mason yeah 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 that that was the guy okay so he won all three uh stock classes at sdrc oh well maybe i was thinking of uh of the the carpet the carpet um j concepts race though so I thought I thought Sammy went to that too, and he maybe he won truck and not the other one. Maybe I couldn't tell. Oh you. well, it doesn't matter. Okay, there you go. So good job, Riley. You're right about something. <laughs> He's gonna be so pissed when he comes back and races next week. He watches this one. Ah, whatever. Who cares? Um. Okay. Anyways, so that being said, Dalton Conrad uh, went from TQ to second because TJ Williams ended up taking the win. And TJ Williams also put down a 24-2 hot lap in in independent buggy. Hell yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, And then check this out. I thought this was also kind of cool, and I'm uh, um, I'm glad that they were all together on the podium, was Andrew Thomas. So Andrew Thomas had a rough qualifying day, but went from eighth to third. Just to, could you imagine if Bender was there? How crazy would he erase independent? You think? I or would he erase expert? Think so no, I think you would erase both. Because I think of how crazy that that would have been if Bender was there in the mix too with these guys. Mm-hmm. And he's on a cruise ship right now. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, anyways, so Andrew Thomas, great job in two wheel. Um, I'm sure we're not done, uh, talking about your efforts here. Uh, Keaton Ratty, I ended up fourth and then another one, Diego Quintana, another one of those Remember, our, I, we're always talking about summer series, independent racers. Diego's another one of them. These are all, these are all previous Plex Beckers guys. This is why we do things the way we do with the Plex with Plex Beck. And then we have our independent class and then we do you know, an expert in two wheel drive. And then uh, we have us mod guys so that these guys can progress and, and, and move up when they feel like they're ready or when they have to, like when Dalton wins Plex back. Mm-hmm. That being said, uh, Trevor Moss, another big mover um, from ninth to sixth, uh, Connor Herrick and Connor Hausch finished seventh and eighth. Those are all regular uh, independent guys. And then Noah Ward, uh, he was here at the ProTech race, came back for the INS race. And then it finished in ninth, so kind of a rough, a rough one from him. And then Jake Poteet ended up tenth. So, again, uh, this was pretty cool to see. A lot of cars in independent buggy. I think it went down to an F main. So first out of like fifty cars for TJ and Dalton and Andrew. It's pretty rad. We'll go over mod two wheel next. So, uh, mod two wheel drive triple A main results. Um, Dustin Evans, again, 
Kind of like how Brock did in four-wheel drive, Dustin pretty much did in two-wheel drive. I mean, his car was just... Dude. Just cool. I think it was unstoppable. It was cool. As, I mean, it was just... He was just cool as a cucumber. Just... The car was never got weird. Yeah. It was just it was natural speed. It looked like it wasn't going fast, but his lap times were just 23, 22, 23, 20. I mean, just right in that that zone of speed where it had to be. So Dustin Evans just trounced everybody, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just and he drove away in the mains. I think yeah. a, I think A2 was close for a lap or two. But that yeah. was that was it. So and you know, I, I we had I had talked to Dustin at Adrenaline um, about coming to our place for a summer series stuff, and he's like, "Nah, it's too far away." And I'm like, "Well, yeah." I was like, "What is going to take to get you there? Maybe beating everybody in an INS race, maybe maybe it'll get him here." Yeah, maybe. Wouldn't that be cool? I think that'd be cool. So, Dustin, if you're ever going to watch this, which you probably won't, but I just want you to know that I have a large basement with all sorts of couches you could sleep on. You know. I have an extra bedroom if you want to sleep there. I don't care as long as you're not allergic to cats. But my place is always open. So Yeah, and we can hang out. Yeah, then we can hang out too. How great yeah, would that be? Yeah. And we can hang out. Yeah. As somebody He's who's like, been, I wanna, listen, I wanna I, hang out with those guys from Nebraska. I've been told <laughs> I've been told that I that I get made fun of by pro drivers all the time. So I don't expect For what? I don't expect people to hang out with me. So why do you get made fun of? This was years ago, but it doesn't surprise me. Should I wonder what they say about me? Yeah. No kidding. No kidding. <laughs> Maybe it was just certain pro drivers. I don't know. Yeah, I always make fun of you. There's a lot of stuff to make fun of me about. I keep finding new ways to lose RC car races my whole life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brock Champlin uh, with a um, second place. And again, Aiden Horn uh, with third. So again, those three drivers um, were pretty locked in all weekend in both two-wheel drive and four-wheel drive, just first and second switching places. And again, Tom Rinderneck got a fourth here in two wheel. And uh, he was struggling. He was on the struggle bus a little bit from what I could tell in qualifying. But he got his, he got his stuff together. So I think he did all right. Lee Setzer was fifth. And then you had uh, Dominic, Davey, Alex, Cole, Drew, and Aiden. So the only one not in the four-wheel drive main was Drew. It was basically Drew instead of Mason. And I think Mason was in your B main along with Drew. Drew got the bump, right? Yeah. Yeah. I believe you're right. Yeah. So, again, we got uh, Tom, Drew, Alex, and Aiden. Four locals in the uh, mod tool A main. That's pretty awesome. You were almost there. Yeah, it's close. You were BQ. You want to say what happened? I crashed on the first corner or second corner of the first lap before I even made it to the loop. <laughs> yes, you did. <sighs> I don't know if I could have held off Drew, though, anyway. so Yeah, but don't do that next time. <laughs> yeah, I won't. Hey, I didn't, even, I didn't even get to the first corner either. I didn't even get to cross the line before I was last. Yeah. So at least there's that. I made up some spots. Yeah. Yeah, you did. I think I got sixth, but that's okay. There was almost 40 cars in mod. Oh, yeah. I mean, we had a great big, show. We had a very big, we had a big mod class, so. 
I was close. You know, sometimes I get, I feel like I get kind of made fun of for asking too many questions and stuff like that. And it's like, um, you know, it's like I can drive an RC car. Like I'm not stupid you know, or I'm not like not good at it or I'm not terrible. I mean, I'm not great, but I'm not terrible. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's like, Hey, you know, I can, I can hang. Yeah. Same here. I mean, I used to have a chip on my shoulder, especially, especially 2000, maybe 12 through about 15 or 16, you know, mm-hmm. cause I would, uh, especially when you go to the Reedy race, those, those three years we were able to go, you know, I felt like I had the talent to, to do better or to do well and to do better. The first year I, I was like, clearly I was like pissed because I was in the D main. I didn't feel like I should have been there. And then, you know, the next year I, I, I really, really wanted, I had a four wheel drive and I really, really wanted to do make that main. I just didn't get there, but, I, but it was all to prove that I in fact could drive good. You yeah. know, it wasn't just the fat dude from Hobbyplex. You know, I just, I wanted to be, I wanted to show that I was better than that. Me too. Now I don't really care. I mean, I kind of care, but I don't really care. I care. I care a lot, actually. Yeah, I know. I care too much. Uh, Okay, so let's move. All right, so we're going to split this up because we have, uh, what was the next one? Oh, you know what? Why don't we just do this? Okay, here we go. Uh, The next single main was going to be 40 plus mod A main. And uh, Alan Horn got the win in this one. Brian Dunbar got second. Richard Lake uh, was third. Rico was fourth. And then I ended up in fifth. Yeah. And uh, I did cross the line under my own power. So there's always that. Uh, Tom Smith was sixth. Vanderbeek was seventh. Craig O'Brien was eighth. David Peebler was ninth. And Jason actually qualified for the main with your car. And then I forgot... I forgot to take him out of the program, so shh, don't tell anybody. Yeah, it was funny. Cause I thought he was going to race it on uh, Sunday, but uh, he decided not to. And uh, the whole reason why, because uh, I wanted to see if Silver Slicks would work. So I guess we we were the first ones to do it out of like all of us. Like, oh, yeah. Because we didn't know if they were going to work or not. And so I was like, Jason, you want to run my car in 40 plus with Silver Slicks on it? And he's like, yeah, sure. If I'm going to be testing tires, yeah, I'll, I'll run it. And so I was like, okay, all right, here, here's your car. And, like, <laughs> and slapped tires on it, gave it to him. And uh, he was like, dude, that thing's dialed. Run them. like, okay. So that's why we committed <laughs> to the silver slicks. He's like, that, that car drives really well. And he was just, he's went out there and started driving it. He's like, that thing's super easy to drive. Like, your car's good. So, um, anyway, yeah, like, uh, uh, the uh, yeah, sent him out there on some brand new silver slicks. I scuffed him a little bit just to take the the sheen off of him. Yeah. But honestly, like you probably didn't even need to do that. Yeah, it was probably my own uh, my own headspace that did that. The silver slicks that I run that I ran um, had one run in Hutchinson on them, mm-hmm. and yeah. the Salt City race. It was so dry that the slicks didn't work. We went all went back to treads, expecting there to be slicks. So I just I had that brand new set just sitting there, and I'm just like, well, here here we go. This is why why I kept them. You know, I ordered some on a whim. Like I was like, eh, 
Might as well have him. Yeah. And I'm glad I did. So, uh, Alan Horn is a lot like uh, how Cavallari used to win a lot of races. <laughs> Pudge luck. Yeah, Pudge luck. We're just stuff happens around him and he's able to just sort of get through it. Um, Brian Dunbar led almost the whole way. I think the last lap you were calling it. I'm pretty sure it was the last lap, right? They connected on top of the, of the, uh, on top of the hill up there. Mm -hmm. And that was that. So, you know, last night when I got home, I watched the replay and I wasn't mad about this race. I'm not mad at anybody. I don't want to come off across as being mad at anybody or upset with anything, but, uh, it's a real gut punch to lose this one. Because I clearly had the best car and I drove mm-hmm. my ass off. Yeah. I drove my ass off and just the shittiest, crappiest, stupidest set of circumstances kept me from winning this race. And I'm, I feel cheated to be honest with you. Yeah. And there's a, there's a, there's a thing about it. where like, you could you could take this and just be like, well, that's just the way it's going to be for forever. Because I've lost a lot of races in really dumb fashions, you know, mm-hmm. and I've blown out, you know, on my own accord and stuff like that. And you can either take that and just be like, well, I guess this way, or you can look at it and go, you know what? Now I'm even more determined to win this, to win another one, and that's kind of how I feel right now. So, I qualified second. And my plan was to just get through the first couple corners, not bother anybody, keep from getting whacked into, stay out of trouble. You know, it's an eight-minute race, so you've got plenty of time. And uh, Brian went a little wide on the first corner, got out in the fluff a little bit, and I just, I just hung in there. I didn't, I wasn't even going to try to pass him. And when he came back into the line, he bumped my car just a little bit. And got me to spin out basically and collect the whole field behind it. <laughs> Alan got yeah. through. I think Alan got through. I think a couple more guys got through, but I got totally effed. Mm-hmm. 100% effed at the start of this race. And I watched the replay and I'm just like, man, if I would have just been, you know, six inches farther back, it would, everything would have been fine. You know, mm-hmm. but I just, I just, I was, I wasn't even going to jump the tabletop. I was just going to land on top and then down and then turn. That's what I wanted to do at the start. And, uh, I just got totally screwed. And then I got going again and I come over the back tabletop and I land and there's two cars getting together and they're doing the the spinning dance, trying to get off one another. And I get collected in that too. So my first yeah. lap was like 37 seconds. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I finally got going and I'm like, you know what? Okay. I can't crash. I have to go really fast and I cannot crash like once if I'm going to get back up to him. And I drove my butt off and, uh, my fast lap was a 23, two. My average top five was a 23, four. And my average top 10 was a 23, six. My average top 15 was a 23 mm-hmm. seven and I caught him. I caught him with a minute left to go, both of them. And then 
Allen got into Brian on the downside of the back double by the wall. And my car, I just tucked right into where that groove was because there was clean air, clean track. And I gave it gas to set up for the triple. And my rear tire barely got touched as I was accelerating. And it sent my car to the right, right into the pipe. And that's when my turnbuckle busted off. Mm -hmm. So that sucked to work that hard to get back up there and to have that happen. That's a real gut punch. And that's a crappy way to lose. And that's, that's, I don't think that one's my fault necessarily. Last year was my fault. Last year was just a, a me not paying attention to how old my battery was, having it die with 30 seconds left to go. That's on me, you know? And the Masters of Dirt Race before that, screwing up a set of tires and not, not practicing. That one's on me too. But this one, this one's not necessarily my fault. So I'm a little miffed now. It's taken a day, yeah. but I'm a little, I'm a little miffed. No, I'm blaming you. But that being said, did I throw my car? No, you didn't. You took it really well, actually. I was surprised. I took it like I a man. Just, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was expecting to see radios flying, parts flying, <laughs> your car, like parts hanging <laughs> off your car, like a barrel of monkeys, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like, dude. People God. don't don't realize how I used to be at club races when I'd beat you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope. Sorry, sorry. I just I was pissed. <laughs> I think people could tell I was mad. Like not mad in a mad like mad at anybody way. Just just basically just like devastated overall. So I was real quiet, looking like this is how I looked. Yeah. You know, like that. And then it sort of wore off. I was like, and here comes the putter throw. <laughs> <laughs> like Happy Gilmore. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I I was ready to see your car just come flying down the straightaway and right into the grandstands or something. <laughs> like this full tilt right into the barrier. Yeah. But you didn't. You, know, I you didn't held it. it in. I held it in. And, uh, uh, squeeze that rage into a bitter ball that'll come out later and <laughs> I'm going to catch a fish tonight and I'm going to take it and I'm going to be like damn it you stupid stupid <laughs> yeah like, just like that are hey, you going to smash it on a rock that's what I'm going to do mm-hmm. some poor carp you- some poor carp is going to be at the end of my uh, my rage yeah this is just a joke Peta. yeah <laughs> <laughs> But still, you're smashing that. Yeah, I'm smashing smashing that fish's head in. All right, so then, now that that's over with, um, I think I'm going to go to Hoosier. Yeah. So uh, I think Emerson and I, um, I talked to Tim about scheduling and stuff like that, and uh, we shuffled some stuff around. I think I'm going to go to Hoosier. I know that you you and I are definitely going to hobby action for the final one, but I, 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 I want to get those points. I want those points back, man. Yeah. I want some points too. So I have the truck lead. I think I might have it more than I realize I have it by actually. Yeah. But if a fifth is not going to cut it in this one, cause I think if I remember correctly, uh, I think, I think Alan TQ'd round one, and Brian Dunbar actually won 
Mm-hmm. And then I think Brian Dunbar TQ'd this one and Alan Horn won and I TQ'd Adrenaline and won. But my second race is a five and their second race is a second. So the only shot I have at a national, the national INS title is to, is to go to another one that I wasn't expecting to go to and try to do well there. I'll even, I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm basically shooting for a second or a third or a win, obviously, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm racing at Brian Dunbar's home track. I don't, I don't, I don't think I can, I don't think I can go into somebody's home track and, and, you know, I'm not saying that I'm not good enough. I'm not saying I'm good enough to do that, but there's always a shot, you know, you might as well take it. So see what happens. I don't know. Like I, I think, I think you're in a position where you don't have to go. You think so? I mean, honestly, I, you have a, you have a, you have two wins. Yeah. So I, you only need three. I think that, um, I'm not telling you not to go. I'd love to have you come with us, but I'm, I'm not trying to pressure you into going in any way. I'd love to go. I see to see what kind of vacation I'm going to have and what my wife thinks about it. Cause I don't know. She might, she might be upset with me, <laughs> but it's like, well, I don't I can, have any kids, you know, I can like, tell you, I can tell you that after this year, after this year, cause I will be traveling a lot. I pr- it'll probably be a while before I travel a lot again. We, yeah. we, the travel RC car thing in me, the way that my, my job is and my schedule is and how much money I like to spend on this hobby, the sport or whatever you want to call it of ours, it goes in spurts, you know, there's been years where I've, I've wanted to travel all over the place and I do. And then December comes around and I got no money left and I'm like, man, maybe I shouldn't have gone to all those, you know? Yeah. But I think, I think this year you know, and I, and even Tommy kind of made a collective decision. Hey, let's go to these three. Let's try to make three. We're going to have one at our place. Let's go to these other two. Mm-hmm. But now I've got it in my head that, that after this weekend that, you know, I've got no shot. Why would I even go to the last one? If I, if I'm got a fifth in this one. Yeah. Jason told me I should go to Hoosier. Yeah. So. No, I know. Yeah. You see, <sighs> see what I can do. Yeah. I make I gotta do some some real real ass kissing around here. <laughs> At least you got you know a wife I mean? that likes that. Yeah. She's into <laughs> that. Mine'd be like, ew, get away. Not in the literal sense. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. That's too bad. Okay, we gotta talk about mini. Let's get it out of the way because we're almost done. So here's what we did. So uh, the, all the mini racing was free, right? So I said, hey, if you bring a mini with you, we can race it. We'll take as many as we can. Uh, we're only going to do one heat around. So if we had more than what we had, so we ended up with 14 at one time. A couple guys dropped out. But uh, the plan was if we had 15 or less, we just run one heat every day. Or not every day. God damn it. Uh, at the end of each round, right? And then a main event, and they'll be put in the actual you know, order of things and all that. If we had more than 15, we'd split it up and do like an elimination style thing like we did at the Novak race a few years ago, right? So if we had, let's say we had like 20 entries, right? So we'd have a heat of 10 in, in the first heat after in Q1 and then a different heat of 10 in Q2. And we'll take like the top four 
of those of those straight to the main and then and then we'll have an lcq in the last one with everybody and then the top two would fill in those 10 cars or something like that right but that didn't happen so it doesn't matter but that's that's kind of where my thought process was because i didn't want to take too much time away from the actual program but we ended up with 14 i think they're all locals this was all this was just a big local um heat of of mini buggy and it was super fun because emerson emerson really puts a lot of effort into his mini racing He's got a couple different cars. He's got a box of parts. He's always changing stuff and like working on his car and actually like getting it all set up. And he's pretty dialed on carpet, you know, even though I beat him all the time. And then, uh, but he made a car specifically for this race. What are you laughing yeah. at? What's so funny? Because I know how it ends. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so he made a car specifically for this race and it was dialed and he got like Jason took video of him. And it got like like a thousand something views on a few different places. And his his buggy has as fast as it was handled way better than my car does. Right. Because I just took my car. I was like, well, this is my carpet car. I'm just going to put ellipse tires on it. And I'm just going to go drive it. And my car's just hitting the ground the whole time, just bouncing around. But I could still do the triple. You know, I could do all the stuff. I could do the tabletop in land on the downside and all that stuff. And, I don't know uh, how you drive drive that thing on oh the my track. God. Unless it's better than the last time. Dude, I, drove I let it. I let Davy uh I let uh Davy, Sam, and Dominic drive my car uh Saturday night uh as they were packing up. And all three of them were like, dude, this thing's got more grip than my stuff does. Really? Yeah. It was it did. It was pretty good. My car's pretty good. All right. So, anyways, this is really funny. So Emerson is a, is your top qualifier. He he wins round one. He wins round two. I get second in both. He breaks out of the third one. Okay, which whatever. He was already TQ, so it doesn't matter. So he starts first. I I rewatched this whole race. He pulled away from everybody, including me, and I'm sitting back there battling with Connor Herrick, and I'm just thinking, well, this is pretty fun. I get to race. I'm racing Connor. We're having a good time. Connor finally crashes, and I finally get around him, and I never see him again. But then all of a sudden I see this yellow car and I realize that it's my son and I'm like, what's happening? I'm up on the driver's stand because I want him to win. To be honest with you, I was like, I was like, dude, take care of car. Don't break that car. Make sure you don't break it, dude. And he's standing right next to me. He goes, uh, he's like, I got this. I got this. And then I heard a couple. Oh, God damn it. Because because in the video, you can see him get uh, he got head on with somebody that was in the wrong lane. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's Dude, those uh, cars are so hard to see. Yeah. But he got head on by somebody and uh and then that let me catch back up to him. And then he bobbled. I don't even know where he bobbled at, but he bobbled and I got around him. And he's up there and he's going, dude, dad, let's give these guys a really good show. Like he's like, let's give them a good show. And I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's do this. And uh we turn the corner and I hear the dung. And I crossed the line and I'm like, oh my God, I just won this race. <laughs> Cause we were expecting to get another lap and I wasn't going to let my son win. Right. I don't play that, but, but he was like, let's get these guys a good show on the last lap. And I'm like, all right, freaking sweet. Let's do it. And then, like I said, we turned that corner and dong and I crossed the line. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. I just won. <laughs> so that was pretty awesome. Emerson got second. I mean, it was it was fun either way, but I was on the on the microphone like Alex is never gonna let Emerson live this down. 
I felt bad, to be honest with you, because I felt bad because it was Emerson's thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Am I a bad dad for doing that? No. I don't think so. I bet it doesn't happen again or it's fewer and far between. I hope not. I really gotta, hope not. You got to light that fire. Yeah. But we both survived, too. Like, we both lasted the entire five minutes. Connor Herrick got third. Um, he's another one that was kind of kind of amped up to run the mini B at this thing. Uh, Trevor Moss was another one. Um, he ended up fourth. He was actually up there with Emerson at the start. Um, Emerson was started out in fourth place. Like he, he made something happen and he ended up falling back and, and was in fourth for a little while. And then, and then Chris Haida, dude, Chris Haida from 12th to fifth, that was the biggest mover. Him and Andrew Thomas actually, um, were up there. Uh, and sixth, Dylan Haas was seventh. Connor Hausch was eighth. Emily Bagley ninth. Lily Kaziski was tenth, and John Haas was eleventh. Ryan Nemec was twelfth. So that was a lot of fun. It added kind of a kind of a uh, a fun, not so serious tone, I think, to the day. At least I hope it did. That's kind of what I was going for, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so I got the I got the tall I got the tall tall trophy at home. Give it up. Not yet, but I will. Yeah. 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 Like you should get like a hallway stand or what is it? Like an end table for your hallway. <laughs> just put it right outside Emerson's door. <laughs> or put it on a shelf on the on the wall. So like when Emerson like leaves every day, it's just right there. <laughs> Jason took uh Jason took a uh um underbody shot of my car for the for the oh, blog. Yeah. For the blog too. Thought that was pretty rad. Yeah. Dude, those green ellipse tires on the minis work really good. <laughs> yeah. They're green compound. You would think they wouldn't, but they you can hear them screeching. I don't think that they have the weight that our car does. Right. Folds folds them over. Also, you should feel them. They're super tight on there. Like with the foam that's yeah. in them. Like they there's no give at all. Like remember the adrenaline the first time we 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 glued up greens and we're like, Jesus Christ, these things are all like stretchy yeah. and gooey. The the mini tires don't do that at all. Not one bit. Okay, stadium truck. Let's get the stadium truck. Um, did we talk about four-wheel drive independent buggy? I don't think we did yet. Where is that I race at? We did. I got to find that race. We're almost done. Uh, so independent buggy again. A lot of regulars in this one. A few that weren't, which is pretty cool too. So TJ Williams, super proud of him. He just, he just did what the pros did. Uh, in expert and, and, and mod TQ'd and just took off really never to be seen again. Mm-hmm. So he got a first place. Um, he, he beat, uh, Connor Herrick by about seven seconds and just drove his butt off, man. So TJ had a really good day. I think, I think Andy said that t- they're actually thinking about going to Hoosier mm-hmm. as well. So TJ, uh, might be looking at, at, go, you know, traveling for a race. So, but, uh, again, you know, I, I just feel like our program works and we're, we're finally getting to where I think Des Moines was years ago. Yeah, I, I would say so. Do you know what I'm saying? Des Moines yeah. kind of had this, this, this grinder of no. spitting out fast kids. Yeah. And we, we sort of, no, we sort of started doing that and then it sort of abruptly stopped when a few stopped racing. Mm-hmm. And it never, you know, it took a while to get going again. And now 
now that we've had such a strong race program the last four or five years, I think it's it's finally kind of coming to fruition. Like a lot of these kids are are getting good enough where maybe even next year they'll run expert and be up there. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So yeah, so TJ Williams with two independent wins. It's pretty great. Connor Herrick got second. And I'm really happy to see this for Connor too, because I know that he struggles um every once in a while. He'll he'll I think uh I think I think two wheel drive he struggled a little bit. Um I know he struggled in truck, but uh here in this one too, with a solid second and uh no award. Had a really good one. This was, I believe, his highest finish in any class for the weekend. He raced four classes. And, uh, and then Eddie Henley, the owner of Hoosier RC, qualified second. His car looked great. Yeah. Like really good. And just, uh, you know, he got in. He had, you know, fast laps right up there with him. Um, still finished in the top five. Finished fourth. Um, Tim Weekins was fifth. Dalton Conrad from the ninth spot up to sixth. So wow. another great finish for him. Uh, Trevor Moss, another local seventh. Brett Nelson from uh, from KC uh, finished eighth. Matt Robinson, who doesn't even race that much, really. You know, he he finished ninth, and Keaton Ratty finished tenth. Nice. And I think Keaton and those guys are coming up for all of our summer series races we have left, too. So I think they're going to make four rounds. So we'll officially include them as being a local. And then we had a uh, truck. So this was your bag. Yeah. Go ahead and uh, go ahead and tell what happened, dude. Well, I uh, TQ the first round of qualifying um, by, I think, three seconds, something like that, over uh, Kyle Holmberg. And then in the second qualifier, I had a pretty decent, I, maybe it was like a second, less than a second. It was really close. And something happened to, uh, Oh, that's right. Kyle. And then I was like, sweet. And like, as soon as I came off of that, uh, the double that goes up the hill or whatever, my car is going up there and it didn't have power Just shut off. And I was, yeah, well it wasn't dead stick. It still had steering. Oh, and so, uh, so I think it was, uh, Chad Rico said, Oh yeah. When they picked your car up, I could see the, the speed control was flashing red. And I was like, really? Okay. Cause they shut it off and turned it back on and it worked. And I couldn't believe it. I was devastated. Like I would have, yeah, got, you would I, had TQ. I, feel, I feel like I would have had TQ. Yeah. I feel oh, like I would easily, had, but there was like a minute left in the race, maybe even less. And yeah. you, at, at that point you had a huge lead over everybody. Yeah. So, yeah. So that happened. And so I come in to the pits. Everybody's like, what's the matter with it? I'm like, I have no idea. I, I'm, I, I was, I was like, you know, bummed out. I was pissed. It's like getting mad about it. It's not going to do anything. You got to figure out what's wrong with it. Yeah. So I, uh, stripped that thing down, put all new electronics in it. it like whole, everything with the transponder. Oh. Um, yeah. I, and I, I don't know. There, I thought it could have been a, and see, the thing is, is it got turned off and on before I could see the light. Right. So you didn't know. So the I code, don't know what the, the, the it could, have, it could have just been a sensor wire. I don't know. So that thing got a new battery, a new speed control. Um, I, I take that back. I didn't change the receiver. I didn't change the servo. I didn't change the transponder. 
Um, but it got a uh, new battery, new speed control, new motor, new sensor wire, and it didn't do it again. So there's that. Third round of qualifying, the track uh, grooved up to the point where the tires I was running on were slower. Um, I was running gold. Gold was a little bit of tread on them, like, like this. Um, and they were easy to drive. But um, I just kind of thought, you know, I just need a clean qualifier, or yeah, I need this last clean qualifier, you know, for whatever best starting position I can get. And, um, you know, uh, so I r ran on him. Um, I believe, uh, what's uh, Dominic? Mm -hmm. Dominic. Do Dominic TQ'd the, la uh, the last round. He ran S3 slicks. And, um, you know, he had an, he, he made the right tire choice for his, uh, program. You know, that's, you know, if that's what I had, that's what I'd have been on. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but I rolled on this cause I knew it was going to be safe. So, and I had s silver slicks already there and I was like, I could put these on, mm -hmm. but, um, knowing, uh, not knowing how they'd work, it would have been the first run on them. I needed, uh, you know, if you crash, you know, you risk breaking your car too. Popping a ball cup off, right? You know, stupid stuff. Um, so I rolled on that, and it was it was. I don't even know if it was close, honestly. I think he he ran thirteen. I ran like a fast twelve. Yeah, he got the extra lap, which is how he ended up getting the better tiebreaker. Yeah. So, um, yeah. you know, the track really came to his stuff, and uh, I rolled out. He rolled out first. Uh, I rolled out second, and Kyle Holmberg was uh, rolled out third, and. Um, so the we'll go to the race. So the main tone goes off. I'm kind of following around. Uh, uh, well, okay. So I went out. I'm watch. I go out. I wa I always watch the lower mains for my classes that I'm in. Mm -hmm. And the reason is, is I want to, and I'll go over there and look like what tires they have on. Who who's their car look good? Look, let's see what their tires are. And um, you know, I uh, was watching the cars and. The trucks in the lower mains that were running slicks, regardless of the uh, the manufacturer of the tire, it looked like they were having uh, like they didn't have grip issues, but they had consistency issues where you know the groove was still kind of narrow for the day. Yeah. So, um, like you know, the stuff would kind of slide out, and I was like, okay, well, there's that. So I made I made the decision to go out on the gold uh, treaded, you know, little slicked out in the middle tires that I'd been running all weekend. And um, I was like, I know these are going to work. I know they're going to get around. I need something that's comfortable. Like I I have to be able to drive it for eight minutes. So um, and then Kyle Holmberg is telling me you're gonna. I he was like, oh, you should totally go out on. You need you should go out on those because I'm I'm gonna, like if you go out on those I'm gonna win, like I'm gonna I'm gonna beat you like that he went he was like dude silver slicks I don't even know why you're trying that I was like dude I'm running this this is what I'm putting on so I put those on and um, I figured that Don, I didn't even go look at uh, Dominic's car um, I just could only assume that he was gonna run S threes slicks and uh, so I um, put on what I was gonna run. In practice, I was like, I don't know. This is this is going to be slow. Might be slow. And uh, so I was like, I'm going to commit to the bit here. 
and uh, run run these. But I know that they're always going to have grip no matter what. And uh, so the tone goes off. I'm falling around Dominic, and uh, uh, Kyle's right on me. And I go up the – we make it all the way around to the big triple. I go a little wide on the big triple because my stuff kind of pushed a little bit before the front tires heated up. And Kyle got on the inside of me. Um, we bumped a little bit, and I saved it. And I was in third. I'm like, okay, well, you know, it's long race. And uh, followed him around. Well, he went off that center double and ripped throttle, and his stuff got squirrely, went off. I almost hit him when he came back onto the track mm-hmm. and went around him. And then after that, I was follow- like, re- I was just sticking with Dominic. Like, I, he wasn't pulling away. Um, I really wasn't gaining a whole lot on him. Maybe he was pulling away a few tenths a lap. And then um, he went up the triple, landed the triple, and turned into the pipe. And then I just drove around him and uh, kept pulling away a little bit. And then he got kind of back in the groove of things. He was reeling me in. He'd get close to me and spin out or get into a pipe, run into a pipe. And then I'd have that gap again of about two or three seconds. And then he would soak it back in in the next minute or so. And then he'd make a mistake again and pull back. Yeah. And it's just kind of rubber banded that whole time behind me. And I'm just out there clicking off the same lap over and over and over again. And like, I can't spin my car out. Yeah. Like I couldn't, couldn't get it spin out. <laughs> like it had a ton of grip. From what I saw, I think Kyle actually had the fastest truck. He did. But he oh, crashed he a lot. Uh-huh. And, uh, but he had the fastest truck because I think he had the fastest truck because he was way behind Emerson while Emerson was in third. And, uh, I mean, he, he chased him down pretty quick. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. He was definitely on like the, the right, right tire for hot lap. No doubt about it. Um, but, uh, I went with the, the, more consistent route. Emer- Emerson and I, we, we chatted about it a little bit cause he, he had a set of silver slicks that he had, um, kind of, kind of waiting around. I remember he's raced a few, uh, he raced at last summer series on silver slicks and truck and he had a fast truck, but he crashed a lot. And I was like, I'm like, you got a choice to make. You can either, you can either go with what you know and been running all weekend. They're worn down a little bit, but you know, at least these are, these are what you know. If you can drive for eight minutes without crashing, dude, I'm telling you, you're going to do just fine. And uh, he ended up sticking with that instead of changing to slicks. And uh, yeah, that's kind of what happened. He he was solidly in third. And he raced with Tom Smith for a while. They were having a really good race. And then he got away from Tom finally. And and then Kyle was coming through the field there at the end and, and just, just got him, you know, a couple laps before the end. But... Um, kind of the same deal. I, I, I kind of wish like maybe, maybe we should have had, maybe we should have slicked him out a little bit, I guess. I don't know, but he, yeah. this, he had a very comfortable truck and that was the best he's driven all weekend. I told him that he was so, he was so bummed out at the end of that race. I couldn't believe it. You know, this is exactly what I started on that main. Like they hardly wore, there might yeah. be a little bit lower in the middle, but that's what I ran on. And they're like, if you watch like they're, they're pretty well they've actually kind of shrank now that they've been out a little bit they're a little stretchy they were pretty stretched out yeah but yeah so like the last lap 
uh, for, for Dominic and I, he made like one more mistake coming up the, after that long, long double or the long tabletop and then up the hill and then the drop off, like right before the drop off, he, uh, tubed it and, uh, that was it. I, it was smooth sailing after that. And I even like, like, uh, laid up on the tabletop, like before the loop and like had, had like, uh, night terrors about my, my buggy run. Yeah. <laughs> I turned into the pipe and, uh, anyway, so yeah, I got it. And I think it was just knowing what tires to run for, for me. Yeah. Dominic did get second. So technically YouTube tied, I think. Yeah, it would have been a, been a watch. I think they're doing one TQ point is what Jason said. So, mm-hmm. um, Kyle Holmberg did get that third. Uh, Emerson finished fourth, and I was super proud of my son for uh, for doing that because he had a goal. He wanted to be he wanted to beat you, or be or be behind you. That was basically what he wanted to be. He wanted to be he wanted to either get first or second to you. That's what he really? that was his goal. So. Why would he care about getting second to me? Because you're the man right now. In truck, especially. So, so, so he was close, but he's still, in my opinion, this is still as far as an INS championship type thing, the long, the long game. This is, this is perfectly fine. Yeah. You know, if you think about the guys you got beat by, like, it's kind of a second, you know, like for, you know what I mean? Like it's, you know, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, those are some really fast guys. I didn't think I was going to beat them. I really didn't. Like, I never feel like I'm going to beat anybody. Like, I, I always, like, try extra hard. Right. Because I always feel like I'm not good enough. I mean, Holmberg's... Kyle is super fast at everything, but, I mean, in this class specifically, I think he won CRC one year, like, like recently. Yeah, he won the the carpet race in Vegas. Right, exactly. He yeah. won the carpet race. Didn't he win the carpet race at Thunder? In truck? I think so. So, I mean, yeah. you know, you might, Emerson was right up there with him. And I think Emerson sometimes, he's got he's got my disease where he thinks he's not good enough either. And, and big shout out to Kyle Holmberg because he gave me a new speed control. And he helped me with ESC settings. Like, Kyle helped me so much this weekend. Like, like he's he's a good friend. Kyle helped me with tires. Yeah, yeah. Kyle's a great guy. I was like, hey man, uh, can you can you just prep these for me so I can run the races? He's like, I got you, I got you. Just go win this thing. That's what he said. So it wasn't even a, a question. Kyle Holmberg's super super stout dude. Yeah, he's he's always he's always just been really nice to me. He's always been a good friend. So, uh, Tom Smith, solid top five. Uh, Dustin Hosick from the ten to the six. And he just bought that. He truck just from bought Wade that Gearing. truck from Wade and didn't change a thing. Yeah. <laughs> he just went on, drove it. I think that that has my setup on. It, yeah, actually. it might. I don't know. Uh, Talon Henley uh, finished seventh. He's from Hoosier, right? He's the owner's son. And then TJ Williams made his third main of the mm-hmm. weekend here in truck and finished eighth. Yeah. And then Sam Ford, who I believe was here for the first time, he's from uh, Colorado, from from uh, uh, like the Denver area, finished ninth. And then Templeman was 10th. And he was done in about the six-minute mark. Yeah, he broke out, didn't he? Yeah, I think so. So, Dude, I, I always like him on the verge of crying whenever I do those interviews after the on the driver's stand. Yeah. Like, can anybody tell? Like, is it obvious? Uh, I... I could tell 
at adrenaline when I was walking by you, but when I watched the replay, you can't tell. Yeah. Yeah. Don't tell anybody. Yeah. I won't tell anybody. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, why do I do that? I don't know. It's emotion, dude. When I TQ'd round two in buggy this weekend in, in 40 plus, I was, I was pretty amped up. Like I, I haven't, I haven't shouted or done anything like that when I, when I've won things in a while, I used to do that all the time during the summer series. Cause, cause I knew all these kids were getting fast. And I knew that if I just, you're in such a concentration mode, like you're just focused so hard. And then when that focus finally breaks, you can let out something, you can let out some sort of emotion. And I used to, I used to like, I used to sound mad, but I wasn't, I was happy. You know, I did that. Yeah. I did that in eight after the second qualifier, when I TQ that round, I was, I was pretty stoked. See, I, I normally never do anything. Mm. I, I hate celebrating. Like, I just don't, I don't do it. Like, for me personally, like, it just, it's, for whatever reason, it's like bad karma for me. So, I always just try to be as quiet as possible and, you know, like, let the results speak for themselves. Right. I never make a big deal. And um, I never act like I'm a big deal because I'm not. Well, I never but, act like I'm a big deal. Not anymore. Yeah. But, like, uh. But like I did like a little arm pump or something after the after the race. And and that was like the most I've ever celebrated in years. I did rub it in pretty hard when I won mini. Oh, but why that's your kid. That's my anyway, kid. But I just kinda look like uh am I the only local to win a class? Like in a in like a like a expert class type thing? I mean I guess so, yeah. T- TJ's yeah, in his like, independent. Yeah, T TJ and I won won the only uh, local classes, right? Or yeah. the only locals to win classes. Yeah. So was, that's kind of cool. We kept some trophies here. Yep. I guess truck's not an expert class. It can be. It is. I mean, it, it's, it's... There's a, some heavy hitters in there. Yeah, it's a thing. How many trucks did we have? 30. Really? Yeah, almost 30. Almost 30. Like 27 or something like that. That's a good showing of trucks. It is. That is a very good showing of trucks. All right, expert buggy, and then I think we're done with all the classes. Um... So Brendan Schimmel did what he did in four wheel drive and it was pretty much untouchable with this one. He did the same thing in adrenaline. Like his, mm-hmm. I remember getting lapped by him in four wheel like twice at adrenaline. I was actually pretty happy that it only happened once. Who, who, what is the guy? Uh, what does that guy look like? Brennan? Yeah. Uh, is he the know. guy with red hair? No. Glasses? Oh, no. okay. That's not him. Okay. That guy has a sweet nickname. Hmm. I can't remember his name, but I know his nickname. It's like the biggest compliment. What is it? Is it something you can say on here? Uh, it's uh, Seven Soft. Okay. Or Soft Seven. I can't remember which way it goes. <laughs> uh, Kyle Holmberg got second in this one. And uh, he, he had a decent car, and I think the f- I think, especially I think in A two, I think they were a little bit closer to uh, to Brennan for a little while mm-hmm. before Brennan just did what he did and just sort of drew away from everybody. Nice. Um, and then Pat Nowd, you know, he's kind of a semi semi uh, local, and he's been here enough. Um, got third. Um, I think that's the fi- highest he finished out of all of his classes he ran. Uh, Brian Dunbar race expert stock finished fourth. Mason Templeman got fifth, uh, James Bell, sixth, Hendrickson from the 10 to the seven. So he kind of got his act together in the mains. Uh, James Dolan, 
uh, got the bump and finished eighth. And then it was Sammy Moran, Jackson Anderson, and Talon Henry. Hen- Talon Henley. So Jackson made another main. Um, Talon Henley uh, got up there in the main. You know, got to race three more times on on Sunday. That's what it's all about. So overall, um, there was a lot of expert buggies. There's a lot of independent buggies. Um, it was pretty cool just to fill that grid with everybody. And uh, overall, pretty good showing. <sighs> so. So yeah, so I guess uh, we'll, I don't see any reason why we wouldn't, but uh, I got to wait a little bit before I find out for sure that we're holding next year's. Yeah, I hope we do. That'd be sweet. And to be honest with you, I it, as long as we have this race at this time of year, I personally don't have any reason to put in for Ronats anymore. Yeah, it'd be too much. Way too much because it'd be, it'd be a month apart. I think it would hurt the I think it would hurt the turnout of both races. And it'd be a shit ton of work for me. And you'd have a lot of guys coming in for a month at a time. Like preparing. I mean, that part would be cool, but but to me this this felt like a national event. Oh, it did. I mean it is. Indoor national series. And then if you look at it exactly, and then if you look at it from from a from a hobby store you know track manager standpoint too you know we you know our entry fees you know j concepts gets five dollars of each entry that's not terrible you know um Mm -hmm. the awards you know we spend a a pretty good penny on those oh they're very nice see let me show you this one um this thing looks nice they're a little smaller than i thought they were going to be but, yeah, I've heard that one before. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I thought the graphic was pretty cool. I liked how I, I, I've had Is that, this Omaha? I have had that Omaha picture in... Is this Omaha? Yes. This is Omaha? Yeah, it is. Right here? Yeah, I've had the Omaha picture, that specific Omaha picture that I ripped off the internet um, mm-hmm. in my computer for a while. And I was like, hey, can we take this and put it on the front of our awards this year? So, And then they, the funny thing is, is I don't know if I showed you, but the the first proof they had... They had some rando like yellow short course truck on there. And I was like, can Bruh. we please not have a short course truck on the, <laughs> our trophies? That's funny. <laughs> We're going to do pivot right now. I'm going to drink the rest of my kickstart. And now a word from our sponsors. Yeah! This is a pivot lending update with David Olson and Don Zoller. Get some. Hi, this is David Olson with Pivot Lending Group, and today we want to talk about the Lock and Shop program that we brought back to you guys in May. And it's important today because interest rates are on the rise. The Fed has determined that they are going to potentially raise interest rates at least two to three times this coming year. And within the dynamics of our industry, we have some quantitative easing that's going to be pulled back. So currently, the Treasury has conservatorship over Fannie Mae, and they are purchasing in the mortgage world, mortgage-backed securities at a pretty fast rate. And that purchase program has really helped to create a market for mortgage-backed securities over the last probably decade and has been one of the big catalysts for driving interest rates down. And it's been announced that not only are they looking to raise interest rates 
they're looking to pull back on the purchasing of mortgages, which means that rates will be driven by the private sector. And inevitably, that means the rate of return that a private investor is going to want over the government right now is going to be uh, substantially higher. In addition to the quantitative easing being restricted or being pulled back, we also have inflation. And so inflation now, decade over decade, we're seeing inflation move out of that transitory conversation and actually hit the, you know, the kitchen table economics as far as gas, bread, butter. And with inflation comes higher interest rates. So between the inflationary environment, the quantitative easing environment, and then the rates in, in conjunction with the inflation, we're going to be in a different world altogether as far as rates this time next year. So why am I talking about the shop and lock program? It allows you to lock in as we see rates moving up dramatically month over month this coming year and even into 2023. You're going to have the ability for $500 to come into our office complete an application, get pre-approved, and then lock your interest rate, even without finding a home yet. You'll have 60 days, so two months, to find a home. Once you find a home, you have 30 days to close on that home. So for $500, we're going to basically give you 90 days to secure that interest rate. We guarantee that we'll close it within 30 days if you can guarantee you can find the home within 60 days. Once we close, we will give you a lender credit for the $500. We'll take that $500 off of your closing costs so that it doesn't cost you anything out of pocket to lock that interest rate, use that program. If you do not find anything outside of that period, then there's the $500 charge. Now, that being said, some people are going to say, well, in this market, you can't find a house in 60 days. You'll be surprised what the inventory starts to look like here over the next 12 months. With the rates going up, the purchasing power is going to go down, and you're going to see people that are sliding outside of those uh, debt ratio parameters or just not qualifying within a higher rate environment. So you know, there are going to be fewer buyers, and that's going to allow you more time to look at the inventory that's out there. So we're excited to see that. Uh, the opportunities will be growing for that sector of the consumer market here in 2022. So Shop and Lock program is fantastic. Let me know if I can help. Give me a call, 402-881-5951. Uh, shoot me a text, and we'll talk to you guys soon. David Olson, NMLS 16099. Don Zoller, NMLS 277-589. Pivot Lending, NMLS 109-995. Now to your regularly scheduled program. Hmm. Hmm. Oh yeah. Do you have one? Let's get through the comments. Uh, Peter's on here. Hello, Peter. Nice to see you after a three-week break or so. Hey, Peter. Uh, John Haas, Nuthouse is here. David Fast was here from the start. Um, they're talking about who won the uh the mod. Uh, raffles. You know, I gave uh, I gave Matt Olson our um, Hobbyplex Facebook page info. So we ran the uh, the mod live stream on the Hobbyplex show, not the Hobbyplex show, but the Hobbyplex store page all weekend long. Oh, nice! Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Uh, does anyone know the actual release date for the Arma Outcast and Creighton for SV two? I keep asking. No one seems to really know. I know. I know. I know. It's supposed to be. Hang on here. I believe it's July 22nd, but let me double check here. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Where's it at? 
July 22nd. Should be available July 22nd. Unless they're late. But they haven't been late on the coordinated launch stuff. So July 22nd. So there you go. Uh, Daniel says, hi, on a cruise ship. Not connected well. See ya. Uh, Petrizak, uh, Petrick was here. Nick, uh, he's got a couple cars for sale, but I'm trying to keep myself from buying any more because I don't have any room for him. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Root, will a 380 motor fit in a Traxxas Teton with no mods? I think a, I think a three a brushed 380 motor, it'll fit. But the problem you're going to have is finding pinion gears that fit the the shaft because that's the same problem that brushless people have when they try to make a Teton brushless. Is Traxxas has a p- specific pitch for their spur gear. And uh, none of the pinion gears out there actually match it. Here's the deal. I tell this all the time to people at the Hobbyplex, and guess what? Not very many people listen to me. So they buy the brushless system for it anyways, and they all come back with the same thing. They're like, well, I can't get a pinion gear to, to, to fit. And I'm like, I told you that. Hate to sound rude and condescending, but uh, that's, that's, the, uh, that's the hard part about getting Tetons to go, to go with any different motor, any brushless stuff, because the the shaft is specific for their pinion gears. Unless you want to drill some stuff. So. Yeah. No, 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 no. Ralph Lauren, hello from Concord, California. Hey, Ralph. Thanks for watching. I wonder if that's the Ralph Lauren. Peter bought an ultralight pistol grip ugly stick yesterday. That's a fishing reel and rod, I believe. Uh, Tom Baker says the Hobbyplex built a great track. Thank you. Uh, Mike Sokowski says, I'm going to try and make the rest of the races for independent buggy. I believe he's nice. from, I believe he's from Wisconsin. Yeah. Fasty says the jump corner wasn't everybody's favorite, but I enjoyed it. Tom Baker commented that corner sucks. And then put the smile, <laughs> upside down smiley <laughs> face. <laughs> uh, does anyone have any issues with the mod puck system and Wheeler? No, I have not yet. Um, and my, mine's been really good. You got to replace them. I mean, you got to replace those, those little plastic thingies every once in a while. That's why they sell them. Uh, so they're replaceable. Uh, remember, uh, Chili, uh, actually corrected me that Sammy Moran did in fact need, indeed win the carpet nets two wheel drive buggy title, not the truck title. Yes. And I thought it was the other way around. So go figure. Uh, Diet Pepsi? What are these guys saying? I'm, I'm missing the joke on this one. Yeah, I don't get it. I saw this thing, thing on it, like about Diet Pepsi. Yeah, I don't get it. Okay. Uh, Peter came in sixth in uh, stadium truck out of six at his race that he was at. Tom Baker. Okay, Tom, I'm going to help you out here on this one. And it's not that I don't like Schumacher or anything like that. Tom Baker says, I'm thinking about getting a Schumacher four-wheeler. Tom, I love you. Don't do that because you will have to stock up on parts because Tom, you break a lot of stuff. So you won't have any local parts support for that car. So you will have to stock up on your own for arms, knuckles, turnbuckles, turnbuckle rod ends, probably shock towers, stuff like that. So that's what I think. So stick, stick to the car you have or go to the associated car. That's just, that's just my opinion. Um, let's see. Uh, are you grinding down certain tires to slicks or using those tires that come new as slicks? Trevor Paul wants to, wanted to know. 
Um, on buggy, I'm running uh, the smoothies. They're the purpose or smoothie twos. They're the purpose made slicks. And then, like on truck, they don't make a smoothie for it yet. Right. Um, but uh, so you take uh, ellipses, silver ellipses, and grind them with slicks. Yeah. People people were taking ellipses and grinding them down, but but if you had them, smoothie two is a pretty awesome tire. Mm-hmm. I think Brock was just, had him. Brock like opened them up, put them on his car, went out and ran and was like, wow, these are dialed. Yeah. Nope. Um, you did have to sauce them. Obviously, I mean, of course, we're an indoor track, so you did have to tire sauce them of your whatever tire sauce you choose to use. So, um, uh, my sister says she's proud of me for not getting mad and throwing stuff. Me too. Uh, Alex, are you going to the AE race? I think, I think that's the trackside race. That's usually, that's usually in the fall and I will not be able to afford it. So I am, I am dead set on the INS thing this year. You know, I wanted to, I, I want, it's been a kind of a goal of mine for the last 10 years to try to do the INS thing the whole way through. So that's where I'm at with that. So maybe next year. Maybe next year I'll 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 pull back on the traveling just pick one or you know one big one maybe to go to that might be it. I don't know. I like trackside. Um Tom Baker says thanks Will for the help. Oh yeah. Uh Anthony, I thought Emerson had it till he got taken out by someone doing cookies at the turn before the tabletop at the end. I think that was the car that that hit him head on too. I'm pretty sure. No. Actually, Emerson got really lucky that his like turnbuckles didn't come off or anything like that when that happened. So, Dylan Record, this is one I I read this and I'm trying to figure out what he's talking about. But he says, so I have a Traxxas slash VXL two wheel drive, and that small white piece in the front pops off on one side. What should I do? Small white piece in is the, it the servo front. saver. The servo saver, maybe, or is or he is talking the, about the? Oh. The brace? Yeah. Is he talking about yeah. the brace? It's probably the brace. Yeah. Probably new Eclipse if it's the brace. New servo saver, it's the servo saver. Yeah. If it's if it's the thing in the front, the, the brace, you, I mean, you can actually run without it. It's just to keep you from breaking the bulkhead. Um, but SDRC, S, STRC, STRC, STRC actually makes an aluminum one with hinge pins that we sell for like 12 bucks. That's a really good upgrade and it's cheap. Might look into that. Uh, Tom Baker says, um, uh, I thought all the AE pros were, were super friendly. Talked to most of them. That we're really close to being towards the end. I could hear you TT him, Alex. I don't know what that means. Anyways, uh, <clears throat> Anthony Santi got two. Um, what happened to Team Novak and is an original Tamaya hotshot worth anything yet? Haven't seen the condition. Novak's not a thing. Novak hasn't been around since 2016. Um, an original hotshot, yeah, it's probably worth something. It'd be an eBay thing. Um, the used market on original Tamiya stuff is still pretty big. I don't know how the the economy stuff going on right now is going to handle that, but uh, but if it's in really good condition, you got yourself a you got yourself a valuable car. If it's if it's in kind of crappy condition, then it's it's a crapshoot. Depends on who's who's looking to buy one. Yeah. 
they did re-release the hot shot. So that kind of that kind of hit the value a little bit because you can buy a brand new one. Mm-hmm. You know. When is the next club race? Friday. Family Friday off-road and Saturday speed off-road this weekend. I will be uh I'll probably run my car on Saturday. Yeah. I kind of got a fire in my belly in two wheel drive. You do. So, yeah, I do. Uh, and then uh, one more. Uh, thanks for another smooth, big race. Uh, Alex Will and the Hobby Flex crew. That's from David Fast. Yeah, no problem. I think, I think David actually sat in on this whole thing. We're on for like two and a half hours here. That's it. That's our breakdown of the INS. If you've never, uh, if you've never seen the show before, that's kind of how we do it. Uh, every once in a while, we'll get into stories. Sometimes we'll, uh, we'll talk about other stuff going on, other big races and stuff like that. But a lot of it's just local chat. I really wanted to, uh, to break down our thoughts on this weekend to sum it all up. Uh, we kind of learned, kind of learned how our track will do in the summertime with this many entries over the course of four days. And now we know. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, uh, this, uh, program brought to you by pivot Lenny group. You can find them at pivotlenny.com. Um, make sure that you, uh, Mention us to uh, Don Zoller or Aiden Olson's dad and uh, get yourself $500 lender credit or 0.125 off your interest rate when going through with a home loan or refinance. And with that, uh, I go back to work tomorrow, just like that. Don't really get any time off, so. Yeah, I went to work today. You worked (laughs) today. All right. I got to ride home on my scooter. I'll see all of you guys later. Yep. See you guys. Thanks for everybody that came out from out of town for our race and um, you know everybody else that helps support it so become a patreon member give us free money yeah yeah we like free money internet money internet money bye <laughs> see you guys thanks for watching